WRTR Real Talk Radio Featured guest DJs Original shows The hottest DJs from around the world Shout outs to blackpodcasting.com Now featuring our show on both their website and app It's WRTR Real Talk Radio Welcoming y'all to a new week And my oh my We got some bullshit to get into this week Woo! Hey, Tigger Man, what's going on? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, so we holding it down another week without Miss Lyric. Unfortunately. Oh. I miss her. We both. your ass. You be what, uh, 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 We ain't doing all that. Running up my what, pressure. We ain't doing all that. Uh, all right. So this week in Real Talk, <laughs> after a certain situation at work, it got me to thinking. All right. So. We're discussing this week in Real Talk that in 2023, whether or not employers should be required to let employees know when another employee has been terminated on, let's say, non-amicable terms. You know what I'm saying? Like, now for context, I'll tell you the story as we get a little bit further into Real Talk. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, let's just move right on, Tigger Man. What did you learn right. like today? What did I learn, Black, today? Mm-hmm. There is another Black female president of a university. Really? Another one now. You Her tell. name is Melissa L. Gilliam. She is the first Black female president of Boston University. All right, work. So she is another black female that's making history. Black females been winning. I mean, they've always been winning because I mean everything is built off the off them alone. But still, mm-hmm. sisters and, out here showing out. Right. Yeah. Yep. Showing and um, the institution was founded in 1839. Mm-hmm. So after all these years, there's another black female president of the universe. <laughs> Not mad at that at all. Relations to her. And she also attended Harvard. Are you serious? Yep. She also attended Harvard. Um, what does she do? It was something. I forgot. The Lord, I forgot what her studies were. <laughs> but I know she also attended Harvard. Harvard. Okay. She attended Harvard Medical School. That's what it was. Yeah, definitely. Shout outs to her and the black things that she's doing over there. All right. So uh, I learned black this week. Stanford University is going to have a Department of African-American Studies. Yep, I saw that. Yep. So the Stanford Board of Trustees recently approved the creation of the Department of African and African-American Studies in the School of Humanities and Sciences. So the department, which is years in the making, officially opens January 2024. But listen, so like apparently like there was stuff going on with this whole thing. The university had a program in African-American studies for more than 50 years, but efforts to support it, um, they were galvanized after the murder of George Floyd. So let that be a lesson in us taking something so tragic and turning it into a win because we're going to educate these people. We're going to change this narrative and hopefully in this kind of bullshit. Right. Huh. Moving. Oh, I got one more. Oh, oh, you're showing out. All Listen, right. 
Ms. I guess Thelma, I should play the lottery. Check this out. Miss Thelma Jones, mm -hmm. 90 years old, mm -hmm. from Southfield, Michigan, just recently earned her fifth degree black belt. <laughs> what? Hold on. How old is she? 90. 90 she, years old. This and bitch beating ass at 90? At 90. <laughs> ah, yes. Back black belt. Listen. <laughs> You work, mama. You do your damn thing. I'm not uh, mad at that at all. She said, try, she said, try me. At, she said, fuck around and find out at 90 if you want to. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. All right. So let's see where this podcast goes today because the edible just hit Ticket Man. Oh, shit. Here we yeah. go. I know. We in for a good one this time. So um, we were supposed to have a guest host in for Miss Lyric, but they had some bad news, so couldn't make it. So we just going to move it right along with Lyric's Lessons. And that will be right up next. It's WRTR. We'll be right back. People are asking the question, who the future of the Republican Party is? Trump. It's Trump. Trump is the Republican Party. CPAC is Trump. I'm here to support the greatest president ever, Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump's yeah. the greatest president 100%. ever. You look at the Trump administration on paper as a report card, mm -hmm. it was stellar. It just was. In what sense? The, number. the economy. The economy. Down. I'm talking about before the COVID economic collapse. We don't count the whole term. We can cherry pick numbers that make him look like a fantastic president. Why are you so obsessed with Trump? I like how he's funny. He's just funny. And he's How's he funny to you? The 2015 debate. He was like, lion Ted, little Marco. You're fat, you're stupid. I just loved it. I, I felt like his personality was my personality. He's like, as a 15-year-old's sense of humor. Exactly. But that is, I love that. So you wanted a 15-year-old as president, and you got one. 100%. Clearly, this was still Trump's party. They want to destroy the, the neutral family. Who does? But, uh, the left. The Democratic Party. You can't use the words mother, father. Am I going to get in trouble if I use the word mother or father? They'll try to correct you. What do you think of the trans issue right now? That seems to be a big talking point here. I don't think it should be indoctrinated into kids. Indoctrinated in what way? <laughs> indoctrinated in what way? Um, putting trans flags in elementary kids' schools' rooms because they're pretty colors. Those flags, they offend you. They don't offend me. I think they cause problems for young people. To see a flag like that in their school. No, to have colors like that and then associating it to something else. What are the colors? I actually don't even think I know the colors. Neither do I. But they're pretty offensive. Uh, they're colorful and kids like colors. But even though the theme of CPAC was the culture war, what about the war war? Whose fault is what's happening in Ukraine right now? Well, of course, it's Biden's fault. He didn't do anything to uh, to protect that nation, to protect those people. When you know what happened between Russia and Ukraine, you have to point the finger at the leader of the United States of America. Of course, you, you have to. Biden helped make Ukraine so important by all the dealings that they were doing in it. How should a leader handle someone like Vladimir Putin? Peace through strength. Peace through strength. What do you think about Donald Trump when he called Vladimir Putin a genius? Was that him being tough? I think he has a way of um, playing with words. Yeah, definitely, like saying the, the opposite of yes. what a patriot would and say. And then he gets the media riled up. He disregards his own intelligence community, and instead he kisses the ass of Vladimir Putin. But that's him just being smart. It's being a wise guy. He's being a wise guy.
Pull up a seat for Lyrics Lessons on WRGI Real Talk Radio at Lyric Bravado on Twitter. And we're back, and this is Lyrics Lessons, where she usually gives you the advice, but since she isn't here this week, Tigger Man and I are holding it down, but he sent this weird-ass we picture to me. Here we go. Tigger Man, if y'all have not followed him on social media, <laughs> Yeah, you did you post this on Facebook? No, I haven't. I haven't posted it yet. <laughs> oh, so you just put this in the group chat for me and Lyric, yeah, right? <laughs> so uh, explain. Okay, so what I see. Okay, no, no I don't want to hear what you was going for. Let me tell you what I see. So I see you and somebody else in skin tight outfits, uh, um, showing off assets and otherwise. And yeah, so what is your outfit supposed to be? No, I was dressed up as the predator. How were you the predator with that hat? Oh, that is the predator. I told you. Come on now. If you were lucky, you would have saw it. (laughs) No, because you have it pushed up. Because you're trying to get next to you. Hey, hey, hey. Gotta do what I gotta do. (laughs) But yeah, I was a predator. Okay. And who was this next to you? Oh, he was a, um, a, a cyborg. He was going for a cyborg. Like I was saying, one of my buddies that lives in Brandywine, mm-hmm. every year he throws a, a themed Halloween party. Uh-huh. And so this, the big house, big nice house, he always have the the outside fully decorated, whatever the theme is, and the inside of the house. And oh, so, wow. Yeah, it, it's real nice. And um, so the theme was Alien. Okay. So, of course, I dressed up as the Predator because that's the alien. That and is not a Predator outfit. Yes, it is. That's the skin. <laughs> that's, that's the skin. Come on now. Come on. We're not doing No, that, that is the skin and nothing else. The Predator had armor covering I up this thing. Um, I didn't get the armor. Um, Why do you just show up naked next time? Just do that. <laughs> like, what is... Are you whatever. serious? Whatever. Mm. Whatever. Y'all got to see this outfit. <laughs> Whatever, whatever. Uh, but it was okay. it, and so I dressed up as the predator. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there you go. All right. So getting down to Miss Lyric's lessons, where she usually gives you advice. I already said all this bullshit, so let's get to it. My first letter, dear Lyric, I found your show on the Apple Podcast app about a month ago and have listened to every episode. Y'all are crazy, and I love it. I've heard you take serious questions and silly questions, but I have a little bit more of a serious question and I want an opinion from someone that doesn't know me in real life. My family and friends have failed me. I found out last week that I'm pregnant. It's by a guy that I've been intimate with for a few months. No relationship, just business. I currently live with my mother, have a job I'm not excited about, and I'm slowly uh, working at uh, getting it certified in my career. I have no intentions on carrying this child to full term. Mm. When I told my mother about it, she all but dropped me off at the gates of hell telling me that I was selfish and saying things like, uh, I didn't abort you, so why why would you do this to somebody else? My best friend, who is a single mother of two kids, isn't on board with my decision either, and I feel totally alone. I heard on a past episode how one person wrote in and asked for advice, and I liked how the question was asked, so I'll repeat the recipe and ask for you not to tell me what I should do, only what you would do in my situation. 
My mind is pretty much made up, but I'd like to see how someone else would navigate this. Much love to you all, Yolanda. Oh, wow. That was heavy. That was. Well, what I would say is... At the end of the day, it's your body. Mm-hmm. It is your body. Uh-huh. If you feel that you not ready to have a child right at the moment and you want to continue your studies and get yourself right then if you feel that's the right thing to do then I, I mean if it was me I would do I mean if I was if it was me and I felt this way then I don't care what anybody else have to say about it I can have I can have children later right and I guess this was an accident what happened Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't looking forward to it. So, hey, I'm going to do what I felt I need to do. I feel you. Hmm. I would say the same thing, pretty much to echo what he said, because at the end of the day, you are the person that has to make this decision ultimately. Like, you know, the world is already full of fuck individuals who were raised by people that didn't want them. Let's just be realistic. Um, they out here hurt people hurting other people mm-hmm. and it's ridiculous it's sad but it happens so mama like I'm pro-female I've always been pro-choice of anything and anyone because it takes two to tango but ultimately when it comes down to it ain't nobody gonna care for you or ain't nobody gonna care when you have that baby it's gonna be an inconvenience to everybody you gonna, you're the person that's gonna have to feed it you're the person that's going to have to, like, not to mention all the changes that happen to your body as a result. There's just a lot. Like, wow, that's a lot to go through. And I'm so sorry that you're going through it, Mama, but. Exactly. <clears throat> um, you know, from a tough couple of dudes that can't really, you know, or, you know, that really have no interest in having children whatsoever. Um, I'm not going to tell you that you are wrong but I'm not going to ask you or think or beg you to ask anybody else's permission either. It's your body, girl. Your body. Do you. All righty. What you got, Tigger Man? Okay. Herpes. Really? Uh, (laughs) Really? Really? Go ahead. This one, just anonymous. They didn't put their name. Okay. Dear Lyric, I have been with my man for seven years and I keep asking him when we're getting married. He said we would someday. Then COVID came along. What? <laughs> right. Then COVID came <laughs> 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 When are we getting married, babe? Oh, someday. Someday. Oh, dang. Right. Some cartoons right. there. Go ahead. Then COVID came along. Now he says after the pandemic is completely over. He has admitted he's scared to get married again, again because he doesn't want to be hurt like he was when his ex cheated on him. Mm-hmm. I told him I'm not like her. <clears throat> he says he knows that and I'm the kindest, sweetest woman he's ever met. I love this man with all my heart. We get along fine. I have my wet and dress and shoes. I'm tired of his excuses. I'm almost ready to say it. The heck with it to sell my dress and shoes. Should I please give me some advice? <laughs> Girl, it sounds like you all ready for the wedding. You got everything but us. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you this. If 
laugh. Somebody's going to tell you someday. <laughs> Y'all not getting married. <laughs> I see it. I see if he say within the next two years. He said someday. <laughs> that is hilarious. Woo. Girl, go ahead and sell that, sell that dress and them shoes. Go sell them. I know yeah. that's right. Go sell that dress and shoes. Keep playing with you. Like, honestly, like, it, you, it couldn't be any more clearly written. Girl, like, I mean, all jokes aside, I know we laughing and joking and clowning with you, but... When we're going on it... Okay. <laughs> right! That's just weird. All y'all niggas move weird now, though. They, just, they do. I hate 2023 and the way that these people move and it's like the it's like the millennials are rubbing off on our generation and our generation is starting to pick up some of their bad habits too bro. I don't like it right. making great. me overall uncomfortable like I said uh, go ahead and sell that dress and shoes mm-hmm. and keep it moving yep I'm moving it right along so that wraps it up for this week's uh, lyrics lesson I, I gotta know I'll do you I want more Oh, excuse me. You better overachieve this weekend. I'm the one second. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) I did not want to pull any more of these letters. Go ahead. Okay. This is from Eric. Okay. Dear Eric, I live in a rural rural community in southern Indiana. It's 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 an everyone goes to church on Sunday and everyone knows everyone kind of place. I was employed at the local health center here for almost four years before quitting to become a full-time caregiver and homemaker. Okay. During my time at the health care facility, I became acquainted with an elderly gentleman. We became good friends and remain good friends to this day. I visit him with several times. I mean, I've, yeah, a little gosh. I visit with him several mm. times a week. When time allows, and we talk on the telephone. Okay. The problem is, his family doesn't like that I'm a homosexual man, and that I have such a close relationship with them. This is why. Okay, so my mind is already ruined because I thought this was going. I thought this was going somewhere else. He does not want me to stop visiting, nor do I want to. What can I do to make everyone everyone relax, so he and I can still remain good friends? Without someone disapproving. Hmm. Well, old man, elderly wants you. He, he got a ways. He wants you to relax. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's hands are in the depends. <laughs> not, not in the depends. <laughs> Elbows deep in the depends. Bitch. Yo, I'm done. I am. Ah, <laughs> That's hilarious. I am done. All jokes aside, though, um, whew, that was funny. No, um, <laughs> hey, 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 I have hey. no answer. I don't. If, I mean, if his family has um, rights over him or whatever, mm-hmm. he's in his home and he's elderly. If they say that that you can't come in there, you can't go in there. Uh, you think? You can't go in there. So even though even though he may want you to visit, you can't go in there. No, because if family finds out, you're gonna get fired. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want that. Well, I mean, 
that's got to be odd, though. I've never even thought about that as far as medical workers, but I guess it happens. To where I mean, you probably been think about a person for so long. Probably think you and they're doing something. <laughs> <laughs> of course they do because it's gay. Because you're gay. So, of course, the gay is going to be, oh, yeah, you automatically molest and pop-pop, and that's not even the case. Exactly. Uh, of course, these yeah. hoteps would think that. It sucks that you're going to do that, man. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's part of those. Uh, of course, we always want to change that narrative or working to change that narrative. But right now, homie. I really don't know what else to tell you other than, you know, maybe a phone call, the internet, you know, if you can teach them how, I don't know, you know, it's not too far off from, you know, people. Right. Exactly. <sighs> Depends on, you know, how, you know, important it is to you, but it definitely does so. All right. So did you overachieve more, Ticket Man, or are we moving right along? We're moving right along. Alright, so in the place of your segment, since it got pulled this week, um, we're going to do something creative. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. We'll be right back. I keep getting comments under my videos about Gaza saying, well, Chris, be careful supporting a nation that will condemn you for being a homosexual. And I don't know how some of you are unaware of this, but bing bong, we live in a nation that's working very hard to condemn us as homosexuals. Every day, especially with the work that I do, I navigate spaces with people knowing that they would see me being gay as a reason why I don't deserve my full human rights. And still, if somebody launched massive airstrikes in the middle of Florida or Texas, resulting in thousands of casualties, I would still care. I've also been receiving comments like, they don't even like black people. This is not our business. Completely diminishing the history of solidarity that Palestinians have shown towards the black liberation movement. And the fact that this performative transactional allyship that y'all are trying to lobby for is not going to move any of us closer to actual liberation. If unconditional respect for my identity was a factor in whether I was invested in a humanitarian crisis, then as a black queer woman, I would not align myself with very many black movements either. I understand gatekeeping our movements from people who only see them as a form of social currency when they don't actually give a fuck about the lives of black, brown, or queer people, but not another group of marginalized people who are the subject of a genocide that threatens to eradicate them from the earth using brutality that most of us can't even imagine. And if we can stop Gaza from being obliterated alongside the Democratic Republic of Congo, alongside Sudan, then maybe we can prioritize the safety of the queer people that are living in those nations because the nukes are not rainbow colored and they are not spared from violence either. Sit back, relax, and sip on this key with Man on WRTR Real Talk Radio at Tigaman 82 on IG. So, in replacing Tigaman's tea this week, we're going to talk about some other ish. So, you know, like, in building a podcast, there's a whole lot that I go through, and I like when I'm thinking of different segments and shit. And Tigaman, I want to run something past you. I'll be As we're recording, huh? I said I'll be going through a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you do. All right. <laughs> All right. So, what about a segment each week where we <laughs> we talk about? We call it "Once Upon a Time with White People." 
And oh. we tell no, no, no. <laughs> so, so hear me out. So we'll have a thing where we discuss like you know our top, you know our experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be like positive or negative, maybe great, maybe not so great. But it's just like hmm, you know, because I, I got some of the letters and some of the tweets and stuff from people. And one of the biggest things that people say is that we be going in on white people, and it's not that bad. <laughs> but you know, we don't say anything that's not all already right there. We just point. At it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that being said, um, I'll start. Once upon a time with white people, <laughs> me and Rip. Ticket Man went to this party, right? And, you know, some of our Caucasian friends invited us. Shout outs to them. <laughs> I had a great time. Like, everything I'm, was I'm going done. fine. I'm done. Drinks were flowing. I'm done. We were just having a great time. <laughs> yeah, I know what story you think <laughs> I'm going to tell. Oh, but no, I'm not no, thinking. No, I'm not telling that one. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm telling. I know what story you think I'm telling. No, no, no. All right. So, this was... Odd, maybe 16, 17 years ago. Anyway, we're there. It's probably longer than that, but we were there in their house. House party full of people, right? Ticket Man and I are probably like, you know, some of the limited edition black people that were there. <clears throat> still, everybody was having a good time. It was hosted by a very near and dear friend of mine. We still went and had a great time. Now, just so happened. Let me tell you the difference. See, so <laughs> someone invited their boss to this party, right? <laughs> uh, the girl that invited us, her boyfriend at the time, invited his um <clears throat> his, uh, his boss to the party. Then the boss shows up. The drinks get to flowing. You know how they do. White people chugging beer. You know, black people throwing back liquor. We are all having a great time. It, the music is uh, abysmal. But anyways, so <laughs> I guess the, uh, what was it, Ticket Man? The, the boss got a little too many in him? A little too, 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 many drink, uh, too much. A little too much. And um, we just so happened to look up from the table because I think y'all were playing cards. I don't know. I was doing something on my phone. <laughs> and I looked up. An old boy is spread eagle in her refrigerator with the door open. That's what I thought. That's, that's what I was saying. Oh, you thought I was gonna tell that one? Oh, I thought you thought I was gonna tell another one. All right, no, no, no. Oh, we've got plenty of material. You see why I want this as a segment? Because we've got plenty of material. So he's peeing in these people's refrigerator. Tigger Man's looking like with his hand over his mouth because his whole thing back then when he was green, he was like, oh, (laughs) he do a real child like, oh, so you had this going on. I'm sitting there, of course, erupting in laughter because I just, I I just laugh at shit. Y'all know I'm ignorant. I can't help it. So bless my heart. Anyways. So we're sitting there laughing, looking, and just everything. It was hilarious. So the dude got mad, but he was too drunk to address his boss. So I think he was like laid up in the corner laughing. laughing. Meanwhile, the host is like mortified. She's like, 
oh my god i can't believe you this to my refrigerator <laughs> so i guess one of their close friends comes out of nowhere grabs the guy by the shoulder hits him in his face and hold on so then they knock him out he's sitting there on the kitchen floor ticket man and i are just like sitting there like oh like wow so this really just happened in front of our black ass faces huh so yeah. they drag him drag her drake dragged her mm. all the way they dragged him all the way from the kitchen to the front yard hold on and I'm, left him there from there yep Hold on. And then, don't you remember, t- like, what was it? The next morning, they got up and he was still out there on the lawn. Huh? Wasn't that the story? Don't you remember from the group chat? Oh. She was telling us she was like, um, the next morning. <laughs> what? What? Oh shit! I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, and like the next morning, he was still on the lawn, and you know, after everybody left, because. You know, people was just getting up. You know, white people was pulling out. They right. was getting in their pickup trucks and shit and pulling <laughs> the fuck off. You know, dragging niggas behind them and shit. And, and, and no, it wasn't that kind of party, honestly. But oh, it, yeah, it, it really happened. So that was hilarious. It was hilarious. <sighs> and yeah. they all lived happily ever after. Is how I will end that. <laughs> that was. <laughs> a- but we've got plenty of material for that shit. Oh, we got we got funny yeah. shit. We got scary shit. Oh, speaking yeah. of uh, scary, Halloween, take a man. <clears throat> Did you uh, get trick or treaters this year? Um, no, I actually did. Hmm. Okay, no, anybody knock on the door, which was weird. Do kids trick or treat now? Okay. My um, my nephew actually um went trick or treating yesterday with uh, a few of his friends from school. Okay. And he came back with a whole bunch of candies in the back. True. So I'm, God, I'm stuck in like some weird ass time portal where I'm still thinking that your nephew is like the age to where you have to escort him around and shit. He's, um, well, technically, I still, he still should be because he's only, he's only 10 years old. Oh, so you were just irresponsible. Got it. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I'm just friend, playing. Friend, one of his friend's um, parents was with him. No, I'm just playing. He's going to say, hold on for a minute. Wait a no, minute. I definitely know you take care of that boy. Um, Speaking of Halloween costumes, though, did you see what Lil Nas X was wearing? No, I did not. Mm-mm. I did not. So, even... Little Miss Nas X prances out. <laughs> Prances out of a cloth vagina or a cloth. Oh, that, that was him. That was I yes. That. Okay, I didn't realize. Okay. As a tampon <laughs> with <laughs> a string flowing. Hold on, the tampon that has obviously <laughs> been used with the string that then trails behind him, as if like some I'm, like ball I'm, gown dress or something. Like, oh my I'm, god. <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't even realize because I saw it, but I wasn't actually paying attention to it. I just saw the costume thing, and I just flipped. I didn't realize yeah. it be him. Um, <laughs> wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. Um, did you see that video that I posted right before Halloween though? Um, on TikTok, it was um, it was a reminder of what to wear, what not to wear during Halloween. When did you post it? 
just say that. <laughs> you, look, you know, I don't, you know, I don't be following you like that. Yeah, anyway, so boring. Right. You're so boring. I, so, I am yeah. entertaining. I am useful <laughs> and peppy. Thank you. And no, no, no. So I posted this video, and for those of y'all that didn't hear it, here it is. Good morning, white people. It's that time of the year again, Halloween. So consider this a PSA for the things that y'all consistently do that you have done and probably will do again. Why am I doing this video again? Now, when it comes to costumes. Now, it is important to note that people's religions, people's cultures are off limits. No themed costumes of you as a pilgrim and somebody else as a Native American. No fat suits. No men dressed up as women because it's so fun and you look so edgy. And most of all, no blackface. Keep in mind that you can be inspired by a black person without actually putting on blackface. You can be Beyonce without painting your face brown. Mm, basically, just don't be anybody that you've unalived. A PSA by WRTR. Now, despite the ass hat in my comments saying shit like, just wear whatever you want, it shouldn't matter. It got me to thinking that if the internet had a list of some fuck shit that people wore that was tampon, and of course, I found it. And they it was did. a bloody tampon. Yes, we, we covered that. Bloody. I hear you say bloody. I said it was already used. I was trying oh. to be a somewhat... <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, somewhat considerate of our <laughs> listeners. God. What I mean? Just, oh, no, I was laughing. <laughs> uh. is, who comes up with that? That's crazy. Ah, Lil Nas X. He is like the world. He is the internet's best troll. I love it. <laughs> so I found the list of the 15 <laughs> most offensive Halloween costumes, right? And this is, now keep in mind, before I read this list, please keep in mind that this list was constructed not because we wanted to challenge people to do this. This list was constructed because this is the kind of shit that y'all was doing that we had to tell you not to because it was offensive and wrong as fuck. Are we ready? Alright, 15 <laughs> offensive Halloween costumes that shouldn't exist. Coming in at number one, a Holocaust victim. Mm -hmm. Who would think of this? Anything involving blackface, white people, listen. Yes. And, yes. you know, just save this as your favorite. I don't know, maybe like set yourself a reminder a year from now, around this time of year or something. <laughs> just re review this. <laughs> Anything involving blackface. Listen, you can be Beyonce, you can be Whitney. Hell. Go nuts. Be fucking Wendy Williams. But yeah. <laughs> what you can do is all of that and not put on blackface. Exactly. You ain't got to do it. it it's, it's, it's tempting. I don't know. We're, we're, we're dope. We're fly. Our skin <laughs> is absolutely incredible. We know. We can't help it. Exactly. But you can. So stop it. Okay? Mm. We don't want to see that shit. <laughs> Number three, transphobic costumes, bitch. You can be like, if you wanted to go as, oh, I'm going as Stifler's mom and she's in curlers <laughs> and rollers and all that other stuff, great. By all means, do it. But 
when you show up to the parties wearing these costumes that your man clearly dressed as a woman whatever for halloween oh i'm a bad bitch for halloween (laughs) ha 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 great no problem but where we got to draw the line is when y'all start doing fuck shit like you show up in that outfit and go oh i prefer the terms she her as though to mock trans people please stop that all right um number four Anything that's got you looking like a COVID, <laughs> daggone string. <laughs> Do you see the man in this picture? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That's crazy. That's crazy. Why are you doing this? Right. Right. <laughs> Number five, body shaming and objectifying costumes. Why? Please. Can we stop with the nutty professor outfits, people? Can we can we do that? Can fat people just be chilling? Can't they just do that? Exactly. Can't they just exist without you going? Ha ha! Your struggle is now my Halloween costume. What? <laughs> Number six: cultural stereotypes. My religion is not your costume, bitch. It's not. Stop wearing these Indian garbs with feathers and all this shit that y'all got with these badass wigs that y'all buy from the <laughs> part of city. Please stop it. Stop all of that. So nobody can dress up as Pocahontas? No. It's offensive as fuck. And it's around, like Halloween is around the time right before we celebrate the fact that white people came in and killed their people. Like, and y'all still doing this? <laughs> Oh, fuck, and a special fuck you to Kevin Hart for having that goddamn uh, party for his baby years ago with that bullshit. Uh, um, <laughs> number seven, a terrorist. What's oh, funny oh. about that, bitch? <laughs> like, what? What, girl, we found a humor <laughs> in terrorism? <laughs> number eight, zombie versions of deceased celebrities. Why? Oh. Do y'all have to be Whitney, but with white powder all around your face and stuff? Like, why y'all gotta do that? No, you're wrong. Why y'all doing that to aunties? Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine, an eating disorder. People will show up. Oh, I'm anorexia. My name is anorexia. Girl, (laughs) what? Not Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. It'd be bitches thinking they're creative and I'm shit. Done. My name is Anorexia. Girl, what? Why would you do that? And then there's people like struggling. People that committed suicide. People got relatives and shit. Right. And you sitting there dressing up as her eating disorder. Girl, what? Wow. Uh, number nine. I'm sorry, number 10. <laughs> Animal cruelty. Huh? I said, oh, you're on that account now? Uh, no. I told you that. I'm it. So, we're going to see where it goes. Uh, All right. Number 10, animal cruelty. Stop it. Remember, those dentists who slaughtered uh, Cecil the Lion? Uh, Cecil the Lion? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. People going as that. Why? Crazy. Yeah, you know how I am about animals. Rest in peace, cow. Yeah, rest in peace. Miss. Uh, number 11 a mentally ill person. Now, we talk a lot about mental illness, especially recently, and mental health. 
showing up to the party as a straight. Oh, well, I can, you know I, what? I actually I don't. I don't. Actually, yeah. That's you know, not offensive. Is, I don't think that's offensive. Like if you're doing it as a zombie, but don't just show up as like, oh yeah, she's showing up as Aunt Helen, who's institutionalized. <laughs> like what? Again, I go back to the fact that this list was constructed for a reason, and probably some you know, Caucasian fucker. Anyways, number twelve: Don't dress up as sexual harassment. What? What? The Me Too. Mo- it says in the article. It says the hashtag Me Too movement has been ample reminder that sexual harassment jokes aren't funny, but it bears repeating. Someone exposing themselves to non-consenting viewers, just as unfortunate accident. It's a very real and traumatic form of sexual harassment. These cost, uh, these kinds of costumes, like <clears throat> Frank the Flasher, are not only in poor taste; they may trigger those who have dealt with harassment themselves. Don't risk. Okay, so I see what they're talking about. Like they're costume. talking about like people I, walking, huh? Like a like a it's like a costume with um like the, like they like flash it. Right, like the people that show up, or you know, they have them trench coats, and then they open the trench coats, yeah. and a penis yeah. pops out. Right. Yeah, that kind of shit. Okay, I get that. Um, number thirteen, an unhoused person. Stop dressing as homeless people, y'all. <laughs> I'm a bum. That is. I'm a bum. I'm a yeah, bum. I'm a bum. And then <laughs> no shade. Some of y'all, we can't tell the difference. But uh, yeah, those people are actually going through a very real struggle. Right. Please, I'm, I'm dressed. I'm dressed like Ricky out there. Sitting on the corner at 17th Street. Right. And I mean, <laughs> even on your babies, that shit ain't really cute because they'll be, you know, you'll dress them in like some overly big church outfit with some hat and then have them dragging their shoe or something, you know, shoestrings or something. It's not really cute. I don't know. I don't like that. Uh, number 14, <clears throat> a national tragedy. Who is dressing like this? Because <laughs> you know, white people cake for some 9 11. They shit, dressed so. up as a um, two twin towers. That's oh, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Are you where's the picture? I don't see this picture. Is it just not coming up on my phone? Oh, uh-uh, no, it's on the um, it's on the um, the, it's under the list. Oh, okay, uh, I mean, I don't see on, that, that, that edible, that, <laughs> that edible. All right, so it says the same principle also applies to the uh, Boston Marathon bombing. And any and all mass shootings. Yes. Wow. People are dressing up as victims of. Wow. Okay. And I believe it. I believe that. And number fifteen, and, and in my opinion, the probably the most uh most important one, yes. the Black Lives Matter movement, or any other social justice movement for that matter. Please stop it with these costumes. Please. Oh well, I'm Trayvon Martin and all these other things. Please stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's offensive as fuck and I mean just people aim for a larger I don't know mindset I guess anyways that's crazy so that's all I got for that I was gonna go through um I was gonna go through TMZ but I guess we can skip it but I didn't talk about things that made me uncomfortable this week oh go ahead and talk about that thing did you know that DoorDash made my list? <clears throat> DoorDash. It's apparently telling their customers that don't tip. This thing pops up 
when you don't tip. <laughs> you lying. Just, you know, I'm not lying. You're lying. I, I'm not lying. There's this thing. It pops up, and it says, <laughs> "It says, it says customers who." It's customers that um that don't tip may experience longer delivery times and or cold food. You know what? See, see. <laughs> you know what? The tip is that goddamn delivery fee. How about that? That's not how that works. No, that God. should be that. No, I, I'm, that should that should. Oh gosh, that should so, be the delivery fee. Okay, you're talking about my edible, sir. Anyways, I don't care. But that doesn't that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it made me uncomfortable because I knew that people were going to react like you're reacting right now. And then I knew it was niggas like me that be like, oh, you know, they kind of do work for the tips. They do. Because. Yeah, they do work. They work for the tips. They do. Because, I mean, it's not like, you know, they're getting something on top of. I mean, I guess DoorDash does pay them. Uh, somebody will tweet us and let us know how exactly it works. But that definitely made me uncomfortable because I'm like, well, what if the niggas. Like, what if you only got. $12 in your account exactly. and your order comes up to $11 with delivery fee and you ain't necessarily got it right then the tip exactly. you know what I'm saying exactly. so my heart goes out to both sets of people I guess I'm kind of in the middle about that um cause if you think about it if you think about it okay so you, you're paying you're, first of all you're, you're paying for your food mm -hmm. on top of if you notice the amount um the prices of the price of the food, any in, any ingredients or what, whatever you choose, let's say like McDonald's, and mm -hmm. you get, um, let's say you order a Big Mac meal or whatever, right? That price of that Big Mac meal is higher on the app than what it would be if you was actually pay and pay in the store. So that's that fee, that's that extra fee tacked onto the food price. Then there's the um, taxes. Their mm -hmm. taxes that they add to it. Mm -hmm. Then there's that delivery fee. Mm -hmm. Then on top of that, you mm -hmm. you have to um pay. I mean, you, I mean, if you want to tip the person, then you got that tip. That is a lot that goes into it. It really does. I mean, I was looking at that. I'm like, hold on. How a freaking a sandwich? Or let's say a Big Mac sandwich. It'll be like six or seven dollars. But you go into uh, McDonald's and buy that that sandwich. <laughs> it's like about four something. Ah, that's bold. That's so bold, though. I've been comparing prices of food, and so I'm looking like, ain't no way in the world. Ain't no way in the world. So they get money off of that. Then, like I said, they get money off the taxes. Then they get you are money mad. Off the delivery fee. And then, yeah, I, man, you seem moved. You uh -huh. seem unnerved. <laughs> they got them. You got me tipping, Tigger. Yeah, tip. Always tip. Yeah, okay, that's, I always tip. Okay, because you seem a little, you I seem a little disturbed. Because that pissed me off. I'm like, <laughs> they got hidden fees that you don't even know about. <laughs> like, no damn well, this this sandwich ain't that much. Doesn't cost that much in no damn McDonald's. Uh uh. <laughs> All right, my notes are hilarious. So I got this <laughs> note. So my note said. That wig she be wearing is the second thing that made me <laughs> uncomfortable, right? All right, so let me explain. So I got this coworker, right? She got this, okay. So I don't know, she, she's very odd, but she's very small, very petite, okay? Mm -hmm. But she wears these really big wigs 
<laughs> and it's like, you know, like a petite girl rocking, you know, some hair and stuff. You know, like some hair that looks good. It's cute. But, but it's just you big. know, if the hair is too big, it kind of unnerves me. It's something with that disproportionate shit that I don't like that my body can't process. <laughs> so oh. it's like, I'll see her. And instead of like a nice, you know, something that you got from the beauty supply store, she be buying these old party city ass wigs and put them on. <laughs> and put them on. <laughs> and like, and then she'll try to do this thing. Like, she'll change. Like, I don't know if where her actual hairline begins, but she'll do this thing where she'll pull the wig all the way down, like midway through her, to her forehead. As though to like make, uh, I don't know if she thinks that we think that this bad wig is growing out of her scalp or if she's what? creating that illusion or what. But we just, we can see through it, girl. It just makes us uncomfortable. Especially me, because I'm looking at it like, oh. She said, well, stop. Oh, she said, well, stop looking at him. I don't know. It looked like a snake. <laughs> it looked like a snake. Oh, and, you know, and it's getting it's getting warmer, so people are turning on heat now in the in oh, the inner yeah. office. And if that shit starts sinking, she's gonna learn to take that shit off and put on something um, that that fits her head or something thinner. Right. <laughs> you can't do no funky party city wig, girl. That's gonna make it uncomfortable for everybody. So weird. Yep. Those are the things that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that wraps up your segment this week, sir. It must. <laughs> up next, I'll tell you what I'm dead for. All right, now. Okay, so the White House announces they will provide $100 million in humanitarian assistance for the Palestinian people. So you're going to go visit Israel. You're going to provide the bombs and provide the relief. You're going to provide the bombs and provide the money. Like, you're going to straddle the fence. You're going to play both sides. Come on home and get black folks reparations. That's number one. It's it's American is showing you that they have every access to monetary power to give black folks reparations. And America is also showing you that it does not care about you and your economic needs. They have found money in every case, everywhere to handle the needs that they consider to be important. However, the, the American people, the U.S. Treasurer said that it's going to be painful for some American households. So you mean to tell me that the American people get the pain and everybody else get the assistance? I do not value this false democracy. And I think more people need to get involved and more black people need to understand that they need to leverage their political power, their voting power, and let the Democratic Party know, I am not going to your polls. You cannot have my vote. Give me my money instead. Dead for that. Time to find out what Marcus is dead for. So this is bad, so let me get it out. It's bothersome to me <clears throat> that y'all hoteps out here are so goddamn shook that your sports idols like Dwight Howard may be gay oh my God. or bisexual. I'm so over there. Rather than focusing on the fact that they were accused of sexual assault. It's like I'm almost certain I brought this up before, but I came across a post where somebody reposted the video. Um, Howard posted telling people to mind their own business, right, stop exactly. being concerned who you know who his dick is in and shit, right? Right. Personally, totes agree 
but y'all bitches were all in the comments and shit with shit like nigga if you gay just say you gay uh this feminization shit is tearing black men down just uh, just completely leapfrogging <laughs> leapfrogging the over the fact that he was exactly. <laughs> like he may have uh, sexually assaulted someone what but that's truthfully what'd you say i said that's what i didn't understand yeah but truthfully looking at how y'all treat the women y'all claim to be in love with no homo uh, <laughs> when they come forward with similar allegations i'm not shocked again i'm just only bothered i mean you bitches are just weird as fuck like i don't understand a lot of y'all will sit there Bro love and dick ride for these sports icons years upon years. Miss work and family events just to see them play and then drop them from the hierarchy the second something or someone implies gay while the rest of y'all want to justify your hateful bullshit with mm. claims that it's because DL men should just be open about it. Make up your mind. Make up your mind, girl. Blast your pedophilic R. Kelly music and stay the fuck off the internet with the dumb shit because y'all's level oh. of acceptance oh. when it comes to rape and victim blaming just makes me uncomfortable. And that is what I'm dead for this week on WRTR Real Talk Radio. We'll be right back with the second half of the show. Be blessed. There are four groups of people that I refuse to debate with on a serious level because there is literally no point. We will not come to an understanding. And those four groups are straight men, hoteps, Christians, and the barbs. Let's start with men. I've stopped engaging men seriously on topics like gender, sexism, misogyny, the patriarchy, anything within that window because most of them will make an active effort to not understand. I have been invited to a couple podcasts on the premise of debating these men and they should honestly be lucky that I did not accept. I'm not the girl who's going to sit there calmly and defend my stance while I'm being purposely provoked and disrespected. I'm flipping all this shit over that mic is going in your ass. Next is hoteps. Hoteps will drown in a sea of pseudoscience and conspiracy theories and I find that there is no lifeguard that can save them. They are very strong in their convictions that you can cure cancer and HIV with cucumber juice and ginger root and that homosexuality ruined the black family. A and I can't be bothered. Christians. I've just accepted that we are just not going to see eye to eye on the majority of social issues. Because the minute we're talking about a social or political issue and you bring up what the Bible says, I'm going to be forced to tell you that I don't really give a fuck what the Bible says. Now I'm the bad guy. I'm the demonic one. And when it comes to the barbs, if you have a Nicki Minaj profile picture, I'm not discussing music with you, specifically female rap. Because we understand that Nicki Minaj has made an impact on hip-hop as a whole, not even just female rap. But you deranged motherfuckers will dox people for holding her accountable and nobody's allowed to enjoy any other rap girls, so at this point y'all got it. I don't want no smoke. Nicki free the slaves. Take us to work. Take us on the go. Take us wherever you go. WRTR Real Talk Radio. Shout outs to our listeners in Australia, Uganda, Ukraine, Kyrgyzstan, <laughs> India, United Kingdom, Germany, Costa Rica, and Brazil. All these ninjas rocking with us here on WRTR Real Talk Radio. That's right, that's right. I had an opportunity to pull the listener stats and saw our growing listenership, and I wanted to let you, each and every one of y'all, let uh, let y'all know just how much you are appreciated. Because yo, 
we ain't us unless you guys click on that play button so we appreciate you please tell a friend of a friend mm-hmm. how was your week ticket man my week has been busy mm-hmm. and like i say before time and time again i stay booked so it's been always busy but mm-hmm. it's cool. You were clearly busy in that leotard costume. Now, now, now it's a leotard. Come on, game. <laughs> Talking about Predator. Nah, uh-uh. It was called, it, th- those type of suits are called morph suits. So those kind of suits are called or, foreplay. Foreplay. No, suits. Uh, they're called like foreplay. I, said, I was dressed up as foreplay. The Predator. Okay. <laughs> if you know what the Predator is, have you ever seen the Predator? Mm-hmm. Predator 1, Predator 2, Predator 3, oh, Predator 4. That is. Mm-hmm. Alien I, versus Predator. Mm-hmm. I don't know nothing mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure our listeners out there know what I'm talking about. No, honestly, I, I did. But Predator movies to me were always just like, they were kind of odd. And I guess that's kind of where I started developing my, you know, like love hate relationship with sci fi. Like with sci fi, I'm either going to love it or I'm gonna hate it. There will be no in between. Like Star Trek, Starship, Star whatever, what them niggas was up in the star. <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't watching that bullshit. Hey, I did. My father used to my father and my grandfather used to watch that. And I got hooked on it for a while. Then I stopped watching it. Then mm-hmm. I started back watching it. Then it became that Star Trek, the Odyssey. Then it started to become Star Trek, um, Next Generation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I enjoyed them. Yeah. <clears throat> All righty. Who else? Uh, shout outs to the Black, Black Podcast Network Facebook page. Also have included me in on their ranks. Um, not shout yeah. out to the people yeah. that keep posting porn in there. Like, what's going on? Yeah, y'all need to stop with that. Come on now. Like, Come girl, on. what? I was like, please stop I mean, that. Right. And then I mean, tagging what, us. What, what, what are we supposed to do with that? Come on now. Right. It's a podcast network. You're supposed to <laughs> podcast and network. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, y'all... I, guess, I think, I guess they, uh, I guess they think we might, um, be able to hook them onto some somebody somebody big oh, <laughs> in, okay. in the porn industry. <laughs> I'll say this, you they know. So, I look at some of these people now, though. To be honest with you, I look at some of these people like since we've been doing this show, or since you know it got started. I look at some of the people that we put on, and I see be, like Hazel E. I I interviewed her, and then I'm just uh, I'm going. I went back and listened to the interview, and I was like, oh. Oh, oh, oh she, that girl was up. Pop my butt. Pop, pop, oh, yes. Pop my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this thing soon. No, I was like, this hilarious. is hot. Oh, I, I remember when she was on um, Ayala Vanzant show, mm-hmm. Fix My Life. And <laughs> mm. she, took her, she took her in one of the rooms where she had a picture of... Um, Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Yama do this yeah. shit? It was Harriet Tubman. It was um <laughs> um oh my Rosa god! Park, it was probably. it was yeah Rosa Park, and it mm-hmm. was some it was another female too. I can't remember who it was, but she she uh, she told her look at those pictures. She said <laughs> so it's Sojourner Truth. That's what it was Sojourner mm-hmm. Truth, and she said look at those pictures. <laughs> Now, how? Now, what would you think they would be thinking in their mind now if they was to hear that song that you made? 
pat my butt. She said, what was that little song again? She said, hey, so you was like, pop my butt. Pop, pop my butt. She was saying that. Hey, Alico, hey, Alico. Don't you know her? You're talking about rolling around her grave. She is. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. She was going oh. on. She <laughs> was going on her. I was crying. It, it was hilarious. Yeah, that song yeah, was. That song was terrible. My butt. I was you, like, she said, do you think so, she, she said, "Do you think Sojourn the Truth would be saying that? <laughs> you think she would be dancing to that if she was alive now?" Yeah. I was rolling. That was, oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. But you know what? That is just one of the many things we gone through in this podcasting. <laughs> like it was, uh, it's been several mofos that have been on here. So I don't see. I don't know. <laughs> but the podcasting has just gotten so shitty lately. Like I listen to certain people's podcasts because I try to support. I try to not, you know, yeah. I try to do the things that. Say that I want other people to do for me. <clears throat> so I'll be trying to listen to some of these things, and everybody now with a mouth thinks that they need a microphone to it. And it's just not the case. <laughs> it's not like it's a certain it's like way you gotta move with this bullshit. Cause this game, ugh. first off, why would you? I don't even know why y'all listen to this bullshit we got, but this listenership keeps going up. So hey, I appreciate it. As it should. It does. I mean, Definitely. But some of these podcasts out here. And then you got people out here calling themselves shit that they ain't. Like, please stop that, y'all. Like, it's why I feel, it's why I feel, this must be how trans women or anybody that identifies in something other than what people call them. This must be how they feel when they get miscategorized or something. It probably isn't. That's a bad, that was a bad even analogy because it's not but it's why <laughs> i feel the way that i feel when people call me a comedian versus a podcaster or versus a radio personality or whatever like mm-hmm. i have documented shit that i do but you gotta have like, the, any you gotta have the humor anyway no no, no you do but I, I look at the shit that i do i look at like went from a radio where we literally built our own radio stream right exactly. from the ground up did it Playing music, paying royalties, all of that shit. We did that. I can say I'm a radio personality. I did it. I trained myself. Uh, we got the training. We had people coming in. Like, it was a whole thing. So, uh, podcaster can say I did that. When our show went from radio to television, did the television personality thing. Mm-hmm. It's when y'all start talking about shit like, oh, well, this is Dr. Somebody. And it's not even like a Dr. Dre or somebody that does music that clearly isn't a doctor and it's just like their thing it's a thing where people will have these podcasts calling themselves doctor and all this other stuff and be like literally sitting there talking to people as though they've went through the medical training responsible to have some kind of a weighted opinion on whatever it is that they're trying to you know sell Mm -hmm. i just got an issue with that um uh it's just i don't like the way a lot of y'all move and do businesses out here. Oh, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways, second half of the show, like I said, we got real talk coming up, but next will be Wi-Files. 
I bet majority of y'all didn't even know that it was a mass serial killer in the state of Maine, a black man that was killed by the police and buried without his mother's knowledge. But y'all worried about a damn list and where a man shouldn't take you and what type of woman you're not going to date. I mean, for people to say they so tired of gender war conversations, y'all not tired enough. Oh, well, it was just a joke. But the thing is, when it comes to a joke, it has some truth to it. That's what makes the joke funny. We focus more on being a part or going against each other than to come together. And when we do talk about relationships or marriage, it's more of the fairy tale side of it and not the good and the bad of being in a relationship or a marriage. And then we wonder why people are getting divorced after two to five years of marriage. It's gonna be a lot of single parents and a lot of people in the nursing homes if we don't stop this crap right now. It's okay to acknowledge the differences we have with each other, but when it's to the point where it's becoming a norm, people are gonna take their toxic ways, like I stated before, into their relationship and into their marriage. See, it's one thing to say you like the image of black love, but are you really living it in your relationship and better yet, while you're single? Why do you have roaches? Why do my children hate me? On WRTR Real Talk Radio. Why do my vagina burn? The truth is out there. Explaining the unexplained. We're answering why to the questions you want to know by taking your tweets at WRTR Radio. We take your emails at WRTRRadio at gmail.com. And we take your Facebook messages at facebook.com forward slash WRTR Real Talk Radio. This is the Wap Files. Remember, the truth is out there. All right, Ticket Man, how many you got? I got one. Okay, then I, <laughs> I got go two. First. Then All you right. go, then I go, then you go. All right, Patricia from Pennsylvania. Didn't say where. Patricia wants to know why will dudes like 20 pictures of you on Instagram or Facebook in a row and then the and the moment they slip into your DMs have nothing to say. Patricia <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> going through a struggle there. Wow. So, wow, that is creepy though. I, I've had I had what? that happen yeah, all the time. That's crazy. That's that crazy. Happen. I would think that if you continuously liking someone picture, you're trying they, to get and, their attention, and the, so they they end up reaching out to you instead right. of you going into their DMs. Or don't do some creep shit where you creep into somebody's DMs saying shit like "Hey, beautiful," or mm. some other hotep ass bullshit. Like step your game up, just say hello, nigga. Like, hello, beautiful. Hello, queen. Uh -oh. Or, uh, what, uh, Grand Rising Wa- uh, 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 I hate all that shit. Uh. Alright, why? Because the truth is out there. I'm what thinking. you got? This comes from James on Instagram. He okay. goes, why is these guys out here wearing um hair bonnets like the females outside, knowing they ain't got no damn hair in their head? Oh. <laughs> it's true, though. And it that is, is true. Funny. I've seen a few, and I'm like, get. Why you know you what? I just thought about that. Why do why they do, do that? Right. When, I, when I see gay men do that, but then they be rocking a fade underwear. Exactly. Under? <laughs> like, what's really going on, right. sir? 
yes, I've seen I've seen that plenty of times, and I'm just like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> walking around like Little Miss Muffet, looking like right. goddamn Toad right. from Mario. Yeah, for I, no I, reason. And truthfully, I don't even understand why the females do. I understand if you're in a house or you, you, you oh don't go ahead to go to bed, but then you end up going outside with it. Okay, so first off, black women hair care. You got how many sisters, take a man? And no. you've seen the the care and the, the work that they put into their hair. So I totally... For, people, for them to go out, so when they go out, they look nice or whatever. But you okay. still go outside walking around all day with your, your bonnet on your Exactly. Head. So why do I need to be doing stunts and shows for you hoes? I don't. If I'm so wearing my bonnet, of, I'm just so going to work. I'm going to rock my bonnet. What, because, what's the point of you getting your the head? The point of getting it done is so that it can look nice should I choose to go out, not sit there and take the wear and tear from the daily hustle and bustle just so I can look good around you niggas and then look raggedy it ain't and even old about, it's, when I go out. Oh, uh, okay. I guess so. You don't I think so? So, so you going into the you going to the grocery store with it on, you going to the movies with it on. <laughs> okay, but why not? Why wouldn't? I? And that's just, just like, like them that. going outside with their pajamas on, going everywhere. With okay, take a man. Don't see you starting I mean, to sound like the I'm enemy. No, I'm starting just, to sound no, like I'm the enemy. It's just like you going outside, going to the store, walking around with your pajamas and slippers on all day. Mm-hmm. You starting to sound like the enemy because uh, let's not even forget I, that <laughs> one school. Let's not forget that school district that had the that had the principal that wouldn't let mothers that didn't let that black mother register her kid for school don't you remember that she didn't let her the mother register her kid for school because she said the mother she put out guidelines for how parents should present themselves when coming to the school and no bonnet yeah did absolutely that think about all the times that your mama dropped you off to school she She was not dressed Regardless, she ain't had no, uh, she wasn't, uh, photo shoot ready either. And this woman actually you made it. You shouldn't have to be photo shoot ready to register your child, but you should still. She did it. Be, this happened. You should look at presentables in some kind of way, not no photo shoot ready. Look, I had a bad, you have absolutely no idea what goes on in these people's days. Not to mention the fact all the fuck ass shit that niggas put women through, especially black women. (laughs) For them to even be, they didn't have to deal with your bullshit all day and they expect to look like a goddamn supermodel going to register their kid for school. Fuck y'all. Oh, nah. I'm just saying. Nope. That's for walking around the house. Not gonna co-sign that one. Y'all direct all hey, angry tweets to and Tigger Man gotta, And then why they gotta be so big though? Do you see yeah. how huge them things are? What? The bonnet? bonnet. Yeah, yeah they are. are they're, huge. They're absolutely ridiculous looking, but I get it. I, was like, women, you know that, I don't you know get that. it from <laughs> the queens. I don't know why y'all girls out here looking like that. Like a, like a little Miss Muffet and shit. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because yeah, the truth is out there. <laughs> All right. So this one comes from me. <laughs> Why am I just now learning that heterosexual men worry about where they drop deuces? So okay, what? Okay. So my okay. So you remember? Shout out to Rodney from um, Timeless Vision Bay. So Rodney posted a status on his Facebook. And he asked, he said, how long into a relationship should you wait before, 
you know, dropping a deuce at your, you know, significant other's house. Uh-huh. So I was thinking, you know, he's a heterosexual guy. So I'm like, niggas even think about that? Because y'all niggas will, like, drop deuces in the middle of a prayer circle. Y'all ain't got no problem. <laughs> y'all do not care when y'all gonna go. You don't. You don't. That is funny. That so is- uh, why am I today's years old just finding this out? I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> wow. So y'all actually do care. Y'all ain't just walking around nasty. And you know what? Shout out to y'all hoteps that's out here thinking every gay man is lusting after you. We're not. We don't at care. All. At all. You see how we think of you. I didn't even know you wiped your ass, let alone even <laughs> caring how you. Mm, okay, so here we it. Why? Because the truth is out there. Hey. Make it work, girl. Here's what it is. Wraps it up for this week's Wi-Fi host. Always answering why for you at WRTR Radio on Twitter. WRTR Radio at gmail.com and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash WRTR Real Talk Radio. News making nauseous is up next. Remember, truth is out there. I came from an era when the hood was really hood. When all the Keishas was called Black Keisha, Freaky Lisa. When visitors came over your house and shit, soon as they left and they went in the parking lot, their car was sitting on bricks. And even though you knew the crackhead who took it, you couldn't say shit because you're going to need that same crackhead to go steal you a TV. I come from a hood with apartment hallways smell like pee-pee. We threw tennis shoes so it can wrap around a telephone wire. We drunk huggies and put the empty jug in the back of our bike so it can have a brum, brum sound while we ride. You coming out of your apartment and you hear dick sucking sounds coming from the laundry room in the basement. Somebody walking up, wiping their mouth talking about some hey nephew you don't know if it's a man or a woman but what you do know is you better mind your motherfucking business because you ain't see shit i come from that hood where all the kids are jumping on the pissy mattress by the dumpster the skinny lady with no chest and a jail ponytail with a rubber band around it and a spaghetti string flip-flop with red polish on her toes she the candy lady but she outside asking everybody for a cigarette the hood where the ice cream trucks sell pampers toilet paper and lysol the crackhead hooking up everybody cable the maintenance man fucking the neighbor. A 14-year-old little girl with a pillow sitting in the front of the apartment building, cornrowing people head better than the bitches in the salon. I come from a hood where the police jumped out on Wednesdays. I come from a hood where we didn't go to the water park, but somebody had a wrench and we turned on the fire hydrant. I come from a hood where big bitches was light on their feet because they jumped double dutch. I come from a hood where your mother fought for you and with you. And if you fought without her and got in trouble, you got your ass whooped in front of the whole classroom. That's the confusing part. I come from a hood where we didn't cars we rent u-hauls for 19 dollars. i come from a hood where the police didn't beat you they took your stash and your drug money and told you to keep up the good work i come from a hood where you can only be gay in the house i come from a hood where the nigga that stutters knows everybody t but it takes you two days to get the information from them and you don't give a fuck because you want to know that's the hood i come from news to make you nauseous on wrtr real talk radio let's go these are some of the stories you might not read about in the new york times the washington post or the wall street journal it's news to make you nauseous my name is marcus smoot and it's your boy tigger man and this is news to make you nauseous all right you going first or me sure i can go first by all means all right now Say what? Las Vegas. Say what? A Las Vegas man accused of fatally shooting a nine-year-old boy in a distant apartment reportedly quoted Scarface before firing his rifle. What? Yes. Elazar Quintero, 41, 
was in his apartment entertaining two other women when his gun went off on March 7th, according to an arrest warrant. Uh, yeah, according to an arrest warrant. One okay. of the women, one of the women who was not identified later allegedly told Metropolitan Police how Quintero walked out of his bedroom holding a rifle and pointed it at a wall saying, say hello to my little friend. What? <laughs> Uh, this is horrible because it happened to a yeah. nine-year-old, but it's just fucking yeah. ignorant because y'all are just that way. Yeah. What? The one, yes, the woman said the gun then went off and Quintero seemed shocked, according to the arrest warrant. Oh. And meanwhile, on the other side of the wall, Sir, Arma Sir Armani Clark, nine years old, was sitting on the couch watching SpongeBob with his brother. You can't even watch SpongeBob. Jeez. Yes. When the bullet pierced through their living room wall, the bullet struck Sir Armani in the head, shattering before hitting Honor in his leg. Sir, yeah, Sir Armani was then brought to the local hospital where he was pronounced dead while his brother was being treated for his non-life-threatening wound. Okay. Following, following the shooting, multiple witnesses said they saw Quintero fleeing from the apartment with multiple firearms. Friends also told police that Quintero left firearms in their backyard and told them he needed a place to hide. Uh, mm -hmm. Metropolitan police finally named Quintero as the suspect in the shooting death of Sir Armani, saying he will now be faced a second degree murder charge. Of course he will, as he should. Ugh. And then y'all sit there and want to push this. Oh, we need more guns. More guns. Yeah. Get it right, exactly. people. Crazy. It. It's right there. I'm out of there saying, face. say hello to my little friend. Wow. Scarface of all people. Okay. Exactly. Huh? There you go. Crazy. That is crazy. Say what, New York? Say what? A TSA checkpoint scanner alarm on a white woman's growing, resulting in a pat down, right? Turned out that the white woman had weed concealed in her diaper. That she was wearing at LaGuardia <laughs> Airport in New York, right? <laughs> Had whole ass weed in her diaper, right? In her diaper. In her diaper. She was traveling with her mom and was attempting to hide it from her by putting it in a diaper. Bad strategy, right? Oh. Now, it should be noted that TSA officers are required to report any suspected violations to law. Mm -hmm. To local or state or liberal authorities they're supposed to now don't you know that quote unquote police allowed the woman to toss the pot and catch her flight because why white woman no fine no arrest what? no penalty no penalty How if strange. it was a black person oh he would have got arrested yeah he got arrested it, it totally would right I mean there. this bitch was totally Carrying around 28.5 grams, take a man. That's crazy. 28.5 grams. Now, I've done no law school, but I think it's pretty safe to say that the Tanishas, the Janiquas, and the Shakiras <laughs> uh, of the world that showed up with, uh, you know, they wouldn't have got their pass. At you all. think? At all. Think so. At but, all. Hey, you know what? Go on and enjoy your flight, Molly. Be, you know, be white and be right, because that's what y'all do. Mm -mm. If wow. you want these and more nauseating news stories, make sure you follow us on Twitter at WRTR Radio. 
You can also follow me. I'm at M-A-R-C-U-S-S-M-O-O-T. That's Marcus Smoot. And you can follow me, Tigger Man, on Facebook at Tony Tigger Man Nelson and on Twitter and Instagram at Tigger Man 82. Yep. Also, don't forget to follow our co-host, Lyric Bravado, at Lyric Bravado across all social media platforms. Yes, she yes. She says that she will be back next week. We are hoping that she is healed up and ready to do so. Yes, 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 yes. We miss you. We miss you. Hopefully, you will get back soon. Up next in Real Talks, we're talking about in 2023, whether or not employers should be required to let employees know when another employee's been let go and things didn't necessarily go as planned. Hmm. The state of maternal health for Black women is an issue that I've talked about on my channel multiple times. Black mothers are three times more likely than white mothers to die from birth-related complications, and the numbers are only getting more bleak. So I just want to share this article I came across about some things that can be done to address this crucial and ongoing issue. Number one, we need more Black doctors. Studies show that Black patients experience better outcomes when treated by Black physicians, but only 5% of doctors are Black in this country. Ain't that some bullshit? Prioritizing STEM education, inclusive academic programming, outreach to middle and high schools, all of these things can help put more Black doctors in the field. Next is the fact that we need more accessible health care. Economic inequality keeps a lot of Black mothers from accessing quality care. Countries with universal health care are shown to have significantly better birth outcomes. This one is huge, obviously. Addressing racial bias. It is no secret that the greatest component to this issue is racial bias within the medical field. Due to pervasive myths and stereotypes within the medical field, black mothers are often not taken seriously when they report symptoms that could point to life-threatening pregnancy complications. We also need to prioritize and respect doulas as the medical professionals that they are. They provide physical, emotional, and educational support as well as advocacy for expectant mothers. And mothers who have the support of a doula are also shown to have better birth outcomes. There needs to be reform on all levels of reproductive health care to address this disparity and keep black mothers alive. Here's six reasons why I don't eat over everybody's house. Coming in at number six, bitch your bathroom dirty. If you ain't cleaning that bathroom, I know you ain't cleaning that kitchen. Coming in at number five, if you a bitch that spit when you talk, bitch, I can't eat over your house. I don't trust you over my greens. Coming in at number four, if you got cat hair and shit on your sofa, uh-uh, bitch, you don't clean your food well, especially chitlins, I don't trust you. Number three, reusing dirty pots. Bitch, you just cooked the spaghetti in that pot, now you about to cook the cabbage in that same pot without cleaning it, bitch? Nah, this motherfucking cabbage gonna taste like Fritos. Number two, bitches that like to rinse off paper plates, forks, and spoons. Nah, bitch, uh-uh. And number one, if you don't wash your dishes with bleach, don't expect me to eat. Keeping it 100, it's Real Talk on WRTR Real Talk Radio. We keep it real. Real as ribs as we welcome you back to WRTR Real Talk Radio inside of an edition of Real Talk over the break. I just stumped Tigger Man. I was like, ooh, you should tell uh, uh, Once Upon a Time with White People story. And he couldn't think of one. So I was recalling an event. That uh, okay. that I remember that you don't remember. I swear I can't remember. 
So it's it should so also be noted drunk. to the man and I spent the majority of our 20s drunk. So just drunk. <laughs> it was. Oh, God. That was fun. That was a good time. But I was recanting this story of this girl I went to high school with, right? Black girl. Um, we reconnected and everything. And I just had decided to have a gathering that evening. I decided to have everybody come over, right? Oh, I forgot to say, once upon a time with white people. Yeah. So once upon a time with white people. I had this black girl. She came over. Now, this girl, she brought her Caucasian boyfriend. Okay, no problem. I am, believe it or not, I am a fan of interracial dating as long as they treat you nice and right. And they don't be, you know, wilding out. Doing like this brother, fellow did. <laughs> so, here we sit. Now, came over. Ticket man comes, brings drinks or whatever. Um, everybody was there. Everybody was sort of like a BYOB kind of thing. I remember we had our friend, uh, we'll call him Leotard. We had Leotard there. <laughs> <laughs> and we had blue jeans there. We had Leotard and blue jeans there. Um, and then this girl also came over, right? So she brings a white boyfriend. He comes over. Now, he starts pouring Everclear. Us being in our young 20s, we didn't really, well, shit, it was like mid-20s. Mid to late 20s. Anyway, we were like sitting there taking shots of this Everclear. Uh, Ticket Man, this was at the condo. Does that help you remember? Because yeah, I, remember, I remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think. But yeah, at the condo. Okay, so we're there and <laughs> old boy comes over. Everybody's having a good time. People are out on the balcony. They're smoking. They're doing their things. I'm making my rounds trying to be a good entertainer. Old boy starts throwing back shots of Everclear, which they, you know, decided to put in the freezer. So he gets it out, takes the shot. Uh, Ticket man takes the shot. <laughs> He's like, ugh, ugh. I remember we took it all at the same time because I poured it. I said, I'll do it if Ticket man go does. So it was you, me, and, you know, that cop that wasn't a cop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the cop, cop. Oh, the skinny white dude. Yes. I'm, you know I'm, I'm starting to get now? a little, yeah, it's starting to come back. I, I can slightly remember now. Okay, I'm over here thinking hard, too. All right, so I'm going to skip over the backstory and get to the nitty gritty, the horror part of this story. Now, the horror part is that, oh boy, gets loose. Everybody's loose. We're all laughing. We're joking. Ha, ha, ha. He's talking on and on like straight men do when they get around gay men about how he ain't got no problems with gay people and it's cool and, you know, all this stuff. So he's feeling himself. We're good. He's good. Ain't nobody grab his butt like y'all think what's going to happen. You know, a lot of y'all think going to happen. Or, you know, you know, the strippers didn't show up and sh shove a dick in his face. And nothing happened like that. Right. <laughs> and he got loose enough to where he felt like he was going to walk around and all us niggas. <laughs> so, me being the person that I am was like, wait, I beg your pardon? Like, what? Did, yeah, so I'm yeah, looking at yeah, Tigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking at Tigger, who immediately throws his hands up and goes, nope, <laughs> and just walks away. Then the other two, Lord. Uh, uh, Leotard and Jeans, they sitting there, they are absolutely upset, angry, ready to fight. 
we eventually had to put this white man out because he got loose enough to call us nigga. White people, you can hang out with us. But don't, don't, don't get drunk and start. Right. You can come to the cookout, but you can't just do everything. You know what I'm saying? We know you want to say nigga. We know it. But part don't. of the testament of being an ally and actually being what it is that you want to get drunk in our faces and say, oh, yeah, I'm so cool with y'all. Part of all of that is I'm going to show you the part. I'm going to show you cool. <laughs> I'm going to show you the part. You got part there, white people. Anyways, mm-hmm. that ain't what we're talking about. So, real talk. Listen. <laughs> all right. 2023, listen. We have almost a mass shooting every single day or every single week at least. And it's happening so often that we don't even hear about it as often anymore as we did that when they were happening and they weren't such a big deal. Right. It's happening every other day now. Not to mention all the genocide happening overseas. Now, all that being said, 2023, people be popping off. I, um, let's say at my full-time job, I had a situation or I had a situation where an employee was let go. Now, wasn't making quota, wasn't doing whatever. Anyways, um, it should be noted that this employee came to work. He was inebriated as a drunk eye something. I don't know. Old boy shows up and he's not fit for the job. Uh, gets into an argument with the owner. An argument ticket, right? An mm-hmm. argument to where they like he acts like or they said that he acted like he was wanted to fight the owner. Now this owner, this old sweet frail white man, you gonna fight him. Then because the employee that got let go was white, he got he left. He they escorted him out or whatever. He left. Don't you know they wanted to call him a ride because they didn't necessarily feel like he was, you know. <clears throat> to drive home which okay yeah i get it that's cool my problem is that um i want to say probably like six months ago a black person something similar happened at my job where he was let go and they went they did everything but post news bulletin people were going around oh if you see so and so on the premises say something oh well you know y'all might want to keep the doors locked back here you might want to keep the doors down blah 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 we had a not so great incident blah 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 blah. why wasn't this same energy when the white boy just got fired a couple of days ago so it got me to thinking that in 2023 should employers be required to let you know when somebody like do they have to say I'm going to come up here and shoot you in order for y'all to give a shit about us. Because what I see is a whole bunch of white people in the office, which are black workers out in the warehouse, where if this employee decides to show up and pop off, all of our black asses get killed. Y'all going to hear the shots and either lock the door in your already locked office or you're going to exit the premises on some oh shit, oh shit kind of bullshit. Yeah, because now nowadays... Hey, people crazy. Yeah, they get fired from a job. It didn't even got to be like this incident where the guy was drunk or whatever. But it could have been something else that could have occurred. And the person who got got fired may 
be crazy in the head and want to come back up and start shooting off the place. Right. So you remember these people that do that, but don't. I mean, like you said, there was an incident before with a black similar incident with a a black guy. Right. But they came telling everybody, da 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 da, watch out, da 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 da. If you see da 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 da, and but they didn't do that to this white guy. Exactly, and then you know, and then of course, majority of the time, it'll be them that'll be popping off. That'll end up coming back up and shooting up the place. Majority of those incidents that have occurred, it's been. Exactly. <laughs> I hate to say it, but most of those it, it's been white people. It's not us. It's not us, bitch. Mm. <laughs> it's y'all. So I mean, you know, and the part that upset me even more is the fact that I brought this. So I told my manager, the ones that the one that always walks around, and the one that specifically told me of the last incident, and I said, hmm, it would have been good, nice to get a heads up, you know, and in that's- a situation like that. Of course, well, you know what he says. Oh, well, I mean, you know, it wasn't really like that. Why was it not like that? Because exactly. he was white? Or, oh, no, no, it's not like that. It, it just wasn't like that because, I mean, you know, he's you know, outside of work. You know what I'm saying? And all, okay. So, you know each other outside of work. That's fine. I'm sure a lot of people that were victims of mass shootings, particularly Walmart, you know, all these, like, shit all these different places that have just been shot up for no reason where employees just go berserk. They didn't necessarily get a heads up. The killer is not going to call and say, just so y'all know, girl, I'm coming up there to kill (laughs) y'all. And nobody thought it was important. Nobody thought. But my thing thing also is, they are supposed to, um, if I'm not mistaken, it is required of a company to notify all of their all of their employees that someone is no longer with the company they don't have to tell a reason why they are not with the company anymore, but they are supposed to we let didn't everyone even get know that. yeah they're supposed to let everyone know that this person is no longer with the company and and leave it at that now yeah. if, if if the person makes a threat to them then that's when that, they get, that's when they get law enforcement involved. But they're not going to tell their employers. I mean, their employee, their, their, yeah, employees. They're not going to tell them. They'll get just get. They'll get the law. Yeah, get <laughs> law enforcement um involved in the situation. But they're not going to tell us. Oh, such and such is upset, and they say they're going to come up here and do this and do this and do that and do that. They'll just let them. They'll just let the law make the law enforcement aware of it. Or they, I've known from some, uh, well, I've seen it, it's been on, that was on TV though. But oh, Lord. that has been time. Uh, <laughs> no, it's been in the news though. It's been in the news though. Not I you mean, watching Abbott Elementary they, and taking they, notes and shit. If they make a bomb threat or something like that, uh, they are advised to uh, notify the employees to go home for the day. They'll tell them go home for the day. Mm. Yeah, but here's the thing. Again, Nobody's writing ransom notes with, you know, chopped up newspaper clippings talking about I'm coming to kill y'all niggas. It's not going right. to happen. You're yeah. not going to get the heads up. So my not, problem exactly, is, exactly. or my question is, America, hey girl, how come there are not things in place to address these not so great situations in which, you know, you got to part ways, but somebody may feel a certain type of way. You talking about this man was angry 
and about to fight this old white man. Yeah, what do you think he's going to do when he comes back? Right, exactly. That's and the problem. This, and like he was belligerent. Like he was coming in. He came into the office. First off, I noticed it when I came in that he was off. Like he was talking off erratically. He was slurring uh -huh. words. He was just he was just erratic. He was weird. And I kind of noticed it. Mind my business. Walk my black ass right on up out the office after I got whatever it is that I need to get. Now, right. uh, you know, once he got there, like he he came back into the office because they had said something to him about it. Mm -hmm. Then he came back to his desk where he was going off calling people fat and you know so and so fat ass dad and had it in for him ever since he got to the company and blah blah blah. Uh, you know, just uh, all of this happened, right? And uh, I'm just like, oh. I'm looking at the situation. I'm just like, hmm, that's yeah, that's that's a little violent there. But if it was us, I can imagine like you would have called the damn national guard if it was us. You'd have had somebody's damn kneecap on the back of our necks if it was us. Uh -huh. But this white boy that just cussed you out and tried to fight your damn uh, daddy. Sorry, family owned business. But this white man that just tried to, <laughs> like, you about to call him an Uber and shit. Because, oh, well, hmm, little Timmy's not feeling well today. You know Let's what? get him home safely. You know what? <laughs> he can't work here no more, girl. But we going to make sure that you got a ride home. Right. What? And then you got my black nigga ass back there like, blah, 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 I don't care. I'm sitting there listening to music and shit, popping my head, not even knowing that this nigga plotting on people. What? So that's a problem. America, girl, what's going on? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, that's the problem. Can we get something into place? Can we, <laughs> can we address these crazy white people? Can we address these Karen ass terrorists? Can we do that? Exactly. <sighs> That's so crazy. that wraps up. That's crazy. This week's WRTR Real Talk Radio. Like I said, we're supposed to have people on today, but they were faking. No, no, like, no, no. An unfortunate no. incident happened. Shout outs to uh, that individual and yes, the tragedy yes. that they just received. Um, yes. All right, Chicken Man, you got anything? You got any shout outs? Anybody, you know, been getting on your nerves that you want to cuss out or something before we get out of here? I want to say to this bald-headed bitch I'm on social media. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> Excellent. Shout out to all our listeners. Yeah, definitely. And yes, um, yes, shout yes. out to the things that we got coming up in a few weeks. There might be some voices that on this podcast that you might recognize of some more notable people. Hmm. Guess you gotta wait. Okay. Ah. WRTR Real Talk Radio.